Business of Property podcast. I'm Stuart. And I'm Simon. We've been finding, buying and creating income from investment properties for over 20 years. And we talk every week about the reality of running our property businesses. And as part of that, we try and give as much value as we can to you, the listener, and those that are viewing, because we're putting this on video now. And as part of that, value that we give to you we've never asked for anything we've done over 200 episodes all we ask is that you please leave a rating or review on your player of choice that would be amazing that's all we ask for now today's topic as you will have seen in the title is why we hate the term landlords and just to be clear we're not just going to get up on soapboxes about this maybe a little but there are some good reasons from our perspective about why we don't like the term landlord. But Simon, we had a, a very initial chat about this and you you did agree as well that you're not keen on the landlord, but we have different v reasons for disliking it. What's one of yours? So I, I think probably the, the most well-known sort of thing against the term landlord would be the fact that it's it's really uh, sort of vilified a lot these days by the press and the the population and the the political landscape that we're we're currently in, and I think that just creates a a sort of bad feeling around the word landlord or the name landlord, and and that is extended towards all individuals who are landlords, and and that's not it just doesn't create a, a good environment for doing business in, and I think it it's just unnecessary really i i don't think people who are landlords should be vilified in that way i mean yes obviously you get some some bad landlords but the large majority of people who are who are looking after property and providing homes for people are, are perfectly good nice people yeah so you get there's negative connotations and it is frustrating because there's negative connotations in every industry every sector but I think it's that it's propagated by whoever the political party is in at the time, because they know it's a quick win, isn't it, to to vilify the the landlord. And and so you can feel a little bit grubby. But then we know the truth. We know that 95 percent of us are out there doing our best for the tenants, trying to repair things as quickly as we can. So that is definitely one of the first reasons that we don't like that term. It is, yeah, and I, I think I think I saw a stat. There's 11 million tenants or something like that at the moment in in the UK. I could have that number wrong, and it might not be in the UK, but anyway, approximately. And I mean that that's a lot of people for politicians to try and appeal to, and a lot of people for for the press to try and appeal to. And and yeah, I think we are we as as landlords as people providing homes are just too easy a target because when you're when you're renting a home. Of, of course, your your landlord is taking all this money from you, but uh, yes, it's too too easily done, and I think really not helpful for anybody. In actual fact, I don't think it helps the tenants to to feel that their their landlord is a, a terrible person. But my my approach to this this word is very different from yours, Stuart. So, what what was your initial uh, dislike for this term? The main reason. The first reason, actually, that I, I personally dislike it, because I think it limits the scope and vision of what it is we as people in property are trying to do. 
I am going to come on to talking about the difference between landlord and a property investor, in my mind, at least. But the first thing, the reason I, I myself am not keen on landlord, because I think it, it gets us focusing on just a property. Because I think about a landlord and I think it's a landlord of a property. And when I say landlord, I'm obviously including men and women and everything in between. Uh, the, the landlord of a property but I, I just feel like it reduces the vision and what I also feel like when we think about that is that as soon as I'm a landlord of a property that means I am responsible for all those things in the property and takes my mind immediately to all of those visions of sticking my arm down the toilet trying to clear the u-bend painting walls magnolia and all of a sudden, I have a very different vision of what my role is in relation to a property investment. I think you're thinking about it all wrong. Because a landlord is, of course, the the um, sort of master of a of a manor and their their vast <laughs> estate, on which there are are many properties that they they rent out to to many poor and unfortunate people, and and um, yes. You, you, you definitely wouldn't catch them putting their arm arm down a toilet to, to clear anything. And you see, you've got it all wrong. So that that's what you should be thinking of when you think of landlord. It's a, a very wealthy person who sits up in a, a very nice, comfortable manner and looks out and surveys the uh, the land from horizon to horizon that's all theirs. Yeah, unfortunately, I'm not there yet. And I don't think you are either. So we've got a long way before we put on our smoking jackets and... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah just just Get a little cigars bit. out <laughs> but so i think i think there's something in there where you know we we could argue that this is just semantics and in many ways it is but for me it's quite important because i'm just going to flip it so what do i think about i think about property investor i think i've always thought of myself as an investor and when i think about what is an investor in the simplest form an investor is a seeker of profits and for me, that is why I got into property, because of all the things that we know and love and we'll talk about in the future and we've talked about in the past, which is the, the, the double whammy of capital appreciation as well as income stroke cash flow, if you've done it right. But as, if I think about landlord, I'm not thinking that strategically. So for me, if I flip it and say I'm a property investor, and I might just say that to myself or a property entrepreneur, whatever language you want immediately my my mind is opened up to more possibilities than just climbing up a ladder and emptying the gutter from that week and so for me landlord is quite a limiting thing whereas if i think about my property as a property investor i'm already getting myself into more of a business mindset what what do you think about that uh, i i can see what you mean and i think I think if you're if you if you're an investor, as you say, I think that sort of detaches you a bit from the property. And I'm not convinced that that's actually a good thing. I I think it is quite important for for an investor in a property business to actually feel quite attached to the property. And maybe maybe you're you're not sort of wanting to to be I don't know painting walls or, or whatever it is you may not want the, the hands-on involvement but I, I think you should be sort of aware of the property and and know your properties and 
know them sort of inside out, really, know them well, in order to, to have a good sort of grasp on what needs to be done and what maintenance there is and how you can best serve that property and your, your tenants in those properties, even though you're not sort of hands-on. And I don't think that the term landlord really has to embody sort of being there in person and doing the work. But it does have that more direct link with the property. Whereas investor, I feel it sort of makes that a lot more remote. And while I can see your point of view from it being for building a business, I'm not sure it's, yeah, I don't know. It, it, it does feel a bit remote for me. So I'm, I'm with you. I don't like the term landlord. But I'm not sure that I would just want to be referred to as an investor in, instead of, of landlord. I'm, yeah, I, I'm yet to arrive at what my replacement word is for landlord. I think I think about this very differently, and it's quite interesting. And this is an interesting conversation because I don't want to become attached to the properties, and I don't want to get close to the properties. And I think there's a there's an interesting point here. Number one. As anyone that's listened to this before will know, my properties are over 200 miles away. So I'm not as close to them geographically. <laughs> yeah, that's quite a journey. <laughs> as, as many would be. But then I also think, so, so again, I'm not saying necessarily, for me, it doesn't matter what other people call me. I don't mind if, if they call me a landlord or an investor. But I think where I wanted to get to is to scale a business that would sustain my family and my lifestyle. And to be really clear, we're not there yet. We've still got a way to go, even though the business has scaled quite high. And we've talked about it before, but you know, the, the business is a high six figures now in terms of revenue. So we are multiple six figures. I'll, I'll just say that for now. And we, I may share more about that in the future and go into a deeper dive of what that currently looks like. But right now, that's not it. But it's, it's multiple six-figure rental role, which is where I wanted to get to. And so I immediately think about, in terms of your point about knowing properties, I think if I were the CEO of a large organization, let's say Coca-Cola, how close am I to certain elements of that business? How close am I to what's happening? You know, Do I know that the stockroom is fully stocked with a4 90 gsm photocopier paper probably not but you probably will have visited a factory you will probably visit factories frequently you will probably know how your your factories produce your your product and where the bottles come from and what they're made of and how they um how they progress through the factory and get filled and obviously how the the actual product the the, the drink is actually so you know the created. process so you know the exactly. process and, and i'm sure you do get hands-on enough to visit and see and talk to the people involved and things so, so you absolutely are, there is a, a, a connection there even from right at the top absolutely but they're not sweeping the they're not sweeping the shop floor are they no and and i i agreed with you on that point i, I don't think you should feel you need to be the person holding the paintbrush or, or the plunger but you should be aware that those things are sometimes needed so we're actually in violent agreement but my my point is there's a difference between 
the CEO, the chief executive officer, and the the window cleaner or the the cleaner or the canteen person. And all of those things have different titles. And so how I think about myself is more the CEO of the business because and I completely agree, and this is why this is a really good and interesting conversation, at least for me, because I completely agree and I want to speak. So I do go to some properties and speak with tenants because I need to know what the bugbears are. However, for the day to day, that's outsourced to letting agents, for example, and we'll still get that feedback. And the feedback will be maintenance needs to happen quicker. Why? Because if it doesn't, people get upset and they move out. Equally, I want to understand what do they like? We, we might want to put in a coffee machine or some, in some cases we might have put a, a large screen and a gaming unit in there, but no one goes into that room for whatever reason. And actually understanding what our tenants want is the business of someone that is trying to grow and scale a business. Because if you don't understand your customer and tenants are our customers, then you don't have a business. So I completely agree. And I, and I know that the, the best CEOs or the best business owners in the world are those that are walking up and down the production line, understanding what their staff are saying about the production itself and what's going on, as well as speaking directly with their consumers stroke customers to understand what it is they do or don't like. However, they have to think as the business owner a lot more strategically. They're not going to think, well, uh, how many times do I need to sweep this floor a week or how many times? They're thinking about what is it that we need to do to get to where we need to go. And I think that that is a lot more of the job of the business owner stroke property investor than as someone who is just a landlord. And that is why my mind very much dislikes the word landlord. And yeah, other people might call me a landlord. It doesn't bother me, but I find it quite limiting for myself, which is why I don't refer to myself as often as a landlord, unless it's just someone that I think would just understand that much easier than if I say I'm a, I'm a property business owner. I actually say to most people when I introduce myself, I invest in property because that is, I am an investor. It just happens in property, but actually we're investors in other things as well as property. And I think, I, I think, hmm. so you are an investor in property, but a lot of your property business is actually not investment per se, because you, a, a lot of your um, property business is, is rent to rent. And while you do put capital into that, it's a lot less capital and it's not really um, investing in an asset that you get to keep and hold. So I would actually even question investor for, for some property businesses. And I mean, your, yours is sort of half and half. It's, it's not half and half, but I mean, it's, it's a split. Um, but there, there are property businesses out there that are, are all rent to rent, for example, or, or other strategies and for those perhaps investor is not even the right right term but they they are acting as a landlord in in the the, the general sense but they're not acting as an investor but they they presumably are a, a business owner and perhaps have the role of ceo or that kind of thing so yeah i think it's it's a bit tricky to to necessarily 
use investor as an alternative. And another, another sort of point of view on that is, of course, when you're talking to, to tenants, what, what should they call you? I, I, think, I think from my stance, being called a landlord is, is not particularly good these days. But I wouldn't expect my tenant to call me a, an investor or even the business owner or anything. Yeah. Any ideas? Well, from my perspective, again, it's, it's very different depending on what you're trying to do. So what am I officially? I'm a managing director of a business. It just so happens that business is in property and the renting of property. Where those properties come from is in many ways, it's, it's a, a key part of the business, don't get me wrong, but in many ways is unimportant in terms of the operations of the business. The operations of the business, and that is what I'm a managing director of, is essentially the same thing. It's putting people on beds in buildings uh, is essentially, if I want to boil it down, it. And if we're talking about what other people call you, I mean. <laughs> yeah, maybe we shouldn't go there. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's, that's, that's a different topic for a, probably maybe a late night show that, um, that we're not going to do. But yeah, so for, but for me, it's, it's really just bringing it back to that. And, I, and talking to those listening and hopefully watching is that it's really about how you see yourself. My view is if, if you want to build something substantial, we need to think about what we are in relation to doing that. So for me, like I say, if I, when I built a business, you know, any business owner, and I've seen a lot of people, call, you know, they'll call themselves founders. And I know there is a little bit of a, uh, you know, you know, we wince a little bit, you know, if someone says I'm an entrepreneur or a founder in property. And I don't know why that is. I think just because of all of the information and the negativity that can surround property, we've, we, we, we want, we're a bit more reticent to, to say that. But essentially, if you're starting a business and it's a commercially profitable business, you know, essentially you're a business owner and then you're whatever you want to be. And that is the power of doing what we do i know that my rationale for doing this was because i wanted to create the income that would give me the choice to be where i wanted and do what i wanted when i wanted to do it rather than uh and it just happens you know, I, I used the word founder when i first started lord panda property several years ago and i spoke to a friend who started a very big business now actually in the recruitment space and he said well it's he said the only problem with founder is that most people don't know what that means you do in relation to the business whereas a managing director is very clear so if you're going out and talking to people and it's funny because i still don't i wouldn't if i was introduced to someone today i wouldn't say i'm the managing director because and i think it's a very british thing in my head well i'm the managing director of my own company but i have i have a, i have now have an employee we have a business like i say which is generating a high six-figure turnover so actually it's a business i am the managing director and this conversation may well have just pushed me into saying yeah okay let's that's what we are and let's just get on with it. But I'm, I, I'm not a landlord to myself. It's just, I'm running a business. Yeah, I, I, I'm in a harder situation because I, yes, I have a, a property limited company, which is a, a business. And of that I am, I guess, the managing director. However, the majority of my portfolio is owned in personal name. It's owned in my personal name, obviously. And hope so. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's not a fraudulent uh, portfolio. <laughs> um, and obviously, there is no company structure there. There's no, 
managing director for that. So I, I guess I have to be a landlord or an investor in that side of things and that, that part of the business. And I'm not convinced I particularly like either of those terms for being <laughs> being referred to externally. Um, mm. So yes, I, I yeah. But on that on that point, I don't think it matters what you're related to externally because I think this what this is really good is really just defined because there are multiple types of investor, property investor, but actually the one you've just outlined in, in my mind at least is more the the private investor because you have a you have another business, a software business which you are the owner, the founder and the managing director of, and that is your business. Whereas, you know, property is the, is, is separate to that. And like you say, in personal name. So I feel, I feel like that's quite different to what, you know, I'm, where I'm coming from. But even in that situation, I would still think about myself as, well, I, I'm a property investor, but externally, am I a landlord? Yeah, I am. You know, that's what we are. Although, again, still interesting topic for us at least, but, you know, I have a service, a, a property which, it's the studio flat which we rent out and service accommodation. I am a landlord, but now that service accommodation, what's? Am I a landlord? Am I a? Yeah, I think you're a service provider at that service point. Service provider. Aren't you? So it's, yeah. yeah, it's it's yeah different again. Yeah, mm. I, I think perhaps as as we discuss this, I, I think I'm sort of coming to a conclusion that I have to be called a landlord, even though I don't like it. Mm. And, and, and and maybe what we need to work on is a, a mass campaign of rebranding or, or re, uh, refocusing the meaning of landlord. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, well, think, I think I'm going to put a call out to, to everyone listening. Let us know. Show at thebusinessproperty.com. Is landlord a good name? If it's not, what would you rather people called you? And if, if you have to settle for landlord, how can we fix it? Yeah. And, and as we wrap up, uh, I'll just reiterate that. We, it'd be great to hear any feedback, comments, wherever you're listening, or show at the biz of property on Twitter. And the, the only thing I, I would say, I, I've got that wrong. Simon's just given out. Look us up at Twitter. The business of, you can find us, the biz of property, <laughs> biz of property. Uh, the, the one thing I would say is that there's a guy called Ben Beadle. And anyone that's in property may have heard of him. Ben Beadle works for the NRLA, which I think is National Residential Landlords Association. I believe he's doing a very good job of really trying to rebalance the efforts of of people that have property in the market that they're renting to uh, to you know general public and you know residential because saying that we do provide a really good service. That wasn't the topic of this conversation, so we didn't go there today. But th- I do believe Ben Beadle is, is really, you know, he's, he's had meetings with the government, with um, a number of uh, members of parliament there to really talk about, you know, in t- Michael Gove in terms of, you know, the service that we provide. And actually, you know, if, if we keep getting vilified and taking property off the market because of all the restrictions, actually you're not helping people. You're actually making things worse. But that is a different topic altogether we do hope you've enjoyed this episode certainly know that uh, we have and uh, yeah as always please do leave us a review wherever you're listening and uh, yeah feel free to comment uh, wherever you are listening or watching and we'll see you next week yeah.